0: Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall Guy. Fall Guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read PG 13. And the stop! The stop. And D'Amico's got his defense buzzing here at the start of 2022.
1: Welcome back to BetQL Daily presented by BetMGM with the Joes and Aaron Hawksworth on the BetQL Network.
0: Welcome back. BetQL Daily right here on the BetQL Network presented as always by BetMGM. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth with you on a Thursday. A lot to do, rest of the show. Next hour, some MLB playoffs. We'll do our draft. of we'll Sean Zerillo on from the Action Network. Give us his thoughts on all four wildcard series and the big picture here in the MLB playoffs. Trend or truth coming up in about 20 minutes right now, though. Let's dive into some line movement we're seeing for Week Five in the NFL, and some season-long stat leaders where we see some value potentially as we look at the numbers through four weeks. All right, so what am I seeing here? What are we seeing together as these <laughs> the line movement Week Number Five? That Giants-Packers has jumped to eight. I think I saw an eight and a half at one point, but we're back down to eight now. Packers an eight-point favorite in that game. The Lions-Patriots dancing between three, three and a half. I'm seeing the three right now up at MGM for the Patriots as the favorite. Bucks, as we mentioned earlier, up to nine against the Atlanta Falcons, our Falcons. Six and a half now, 49ers-Panthers. That was five and a half a couple days ago. Rams up to five and Rams. a half against the Cowboys. That's the one. That's and a big one. And I understand, Joe, you mentioned a few minutes ago you think the Rams will kind of show up this week. They have to. It's just interesting like if you didn't have any prior conviction on either of these teams you just watched in the last three weeks you'd say what are, we, what are you talking about that that team is favored by five and a half over that team Dallas has played well on defense and the Rams can't block on offense that feels to me like a that game could be weird. I I, I like the five and a half with Dallas
1: Sharps are on the Rams in that one. Yeah. Uh, with the injuries for the Rams offensive line, pay close attention to that on the coming injury reports because they might be getting healthier. They might be getting their center Brian Allen for for the first time this season. Cooper Rush on the road. I know the Rams don't have the the greatest home field, but it, that's something when he's actually leaving Dallas. When we look at these wins, where it's been surprising, um, they they've been in the comfort of uh, of home. That Dallas crowd backing him. So. I mean the look ahead line was about seven and it was four. Also the moving through moving from four and a half, I know it touched four, but for the most part, like yesterday on the show we were talking about, it was four and a half, right? Yes.
0: Yeah, it's I yeah, believe it so. went
1: over. Yep. Four and a half four and a half to five and is a, a nothing. If you look at the amount of times that a number lands on five, or you know, in that range, it's not much. <laughs> it is uh, those those games are few and far between. So it's it's probably just reacting to some of the respected money. I think the public's going to be with you, Joe. I think they'll come in on the Dallas side. They're going to remember what they saw the Rams on Monday night and a close game against the Falcons. Like overall, I think a lot of people have been disappointed with the Rams and not looking at everything that's happening there. I I like the I like the Rams. I like the Rams in this spot. It's yeah yeah. Give me the McVay side instead of the McCarthy side.
0: So, when do we start talking about the job McCarthy's done? It's not a good job. A three and yeah. one without Dak Prescott. Maybe yeah. it's not as slam dunk that he's fired at some point this season. I mean, there's a long way to go, but I mean, I didn't see this coming. We, we, we talked yeah, about it. Yeah, what do they have to here. do? Hmm, that's a good question because they, they certainly can make the playoffs. They made it last year now, though, and they lost.
1: Bengals? Okay, that was good. Nobody was expecting it. They rallied around him, but they're also a team that's been kind of disappointing this year. Giants and Commanders last two games, so uh, slow down a little bit here.
0: If they win one of these next two at Rams at Eagles, they're they're off to a flying start to the season, right? That puts them at four and two through six. Would it, su- if they win would one it surprise of these you if
1: they wait if they wake up going into week seven against the Detroit Lions at three and three though? It would surprise no. me.
0: Yeah. Well, I mean, they're underdogs this week. They'll probably be, what do you think they are against the Eagles next week? Five and a half? What do you think the look ahead depends is on what that game?
1: Happens, Depends what happens with both teams. If the Eagles are still undefeated, they cover the spread, now you're going to Philadelphia, and, and let's say the Rams beat them, yeah, it's going to be high. It's going to be touchdown.
0: Five and a half is the look ahead. Right now you can get five and a half. But, again, Dak could be back next week one team could win one team could lose right it could be seven it certainly could be seven wouldn't that be Sunday something
1: night. if they start losing with Dak back
0: oh I mean I could see this yeah I know if they put them in against the Eagles next week they'll be on. they're probably gonna lose the game
1: well they're not gonna lose week eight against the Bears so they're sad
0: well that's that's for sure they got that one <laughs> they've got that Anything else stand you wanna, out with the
1: movement? Yeah, I mean, that's the big movement. I think we covered all the big movement. Really right? not a lot. Yeah. Not crazy. A lot of dead numbers, too. So it's yeah. not as big of a deal. Yeah,
0: a lot of numbers New, sitting, Orleans, they New
1: Orleans went back we up. They went to five, four four and a half to five and a half. Rams, four and a half to five and a half. Uh, right. Tampa Bay, eight to nine. Uh, we're not going through any key numbers or off of key numbers. so. I, that's that'll be something to watch over the coming days.
0: All right, let's do some NFL stat leaders. Um, you know, mm-hmm. we we look at it on a weekly basis. Uh, we were talking about pressure rate earlier. Brian Burns, Nick Bosa. We could kind of parlay that into sacks and kind of who will end the year leading in that category. But what, what's standing out? I mean, it's funny looking up at the stat leaders through four weeks because you've got some names in there we did not expect, right? When you look up in Geno Smith's in you know, the top of, of certain things, but Jared Goff is on pace for. You know, 50 touchdown passes. I mean, it, it certainly has changed the market here a little bit for for these you know season long stat leaders.
1: Yeah, and as long as you brought up his name, let's let's hit on Jerry Goff there. So he's third in passing yards with 1126, little mm-hmm. over a hundred behind. Over the course of a 17 game NFL season, a hundred behind at this point is nothing. That's ah, a big fat nothing. So how, is that going to continue? So he's third in yards. And he's tied for the most touchdown passes with 11, 13 yards, first in touchdowns. We talked about this the other day. This, this Jared Goff is may, maybe he's going to end up having the best season stat wise, you know, in his career. Um, And you don't necessarily want to bet on the Lions, but maybe this is a way to bet on the Lions. This is a way to bet on Goff. So for yards leader, he's 21 to 1. And for passing touchdowns leader, he's 25-1. to Up there near the top, both categories, still a little bit of value, but he hasn't been really tested all that much. He hasn't played in the elements yet. So basically the question is, do we think this is going to keep up with the line scoring?
0: Well, or is there another question to ask with that question? Is their defense this bad? Because passing yards leader – isn't isn't just a category of can he throw the ball. and Does he have to? But if the Lions are winning, if they're up 28-10 in a game, he's not throwing the ball. But that's not what they are right now. They're giving up 35 a week. He has to throw to get to keep them in the game. I, I like golf. What number are you seeing for passing yards later? 20? I saw 20 this morning. 21?
1: Yeah, I saw 21 around there.
0: Kind of like that. I think their defense is, is not going to just wake up overnight and be good. There'll be a couple games here and there where he doesn't have to, right? The Bears games, you would think. He doesn't have to throw as much to win. But for the most part, he's going to have to. And remember, they get their receiver back that they drafted in the draft off the ACL. He's coming back in November. He's their deep threat that's not even on the field yet. So he could have better weapons second half of the season than he has now.
1: He hasn't played outside yet. Is that concerning? A little bit. Three home games at Minnesota. Uh, four indoors, and that's why the total is down against New England. So if you're looking ahead, it's going against Belichick, then a buy
0: at Dallas. Is
1: this the right spot?
0: But that's – all right, so let's go the outdoors thing. Because, like, what's, what's the, the mm-hmm. hiccup? So this week looks fine in New England, but it's, it's outdoors. Dallas is climate-controlled at Miami on October 30th. That's warm. Um, at Chicago in November at the Giants that's hosting
1: Miami by the way
0: you're right hosting Miami Um, at the Giants and at Chicago in November potentially bad weather they go to the Jets in December potentially bad weather they go to Green Bay last game of the season potentially really bad weather so he's got four or five spots where it could be rough
1: it's four or five spots he's playing outdoors all year isn't that crazy
0: I know (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> a lot of home obviously the home games in the Minnesota. Yeah. Dallas is a is a dome. Hmm. I kind of like this Eric. Jared Goff to lead <laughs> the NFL in passing yards. He could do this.
1: I like that too. Uh, one uh, market I was looking at is most receptions. I bet Alan Lazard, so I have a bone to pick there. Not off mm, to the start cool. I want. That's on Paul. Mm. <laughs>
0: Listen is up.
1: equally on me. I deserve to go to jail for this. I'm not happy. But I wonder, is there a way I can redeem myself in this market? I mean, there are a bunch of receivers kind of bunched up here. Obviously, Cooper Cup, he is leading the way with 42. Stephon Diggs I've... is the next closest with 31. Oh, Los is 12 catches. Yeah. A little bit behind.
0: 30, just 30 behind
1: me. That far. Uh I have a receiver idea, but in a different category because there's more value here. Devontae Adams has the second most targets in the NFL at 47. 290 yards. Now there's a gap. He's behind, and that's why you're getting some value. He's behind by, I think, 183. He's 27 to 1 to be the receiving yards leader. Devontae Adams, one of the best receivers in the game. Brand new offense, brand new quarterback. You're betting on them to figure it out, betting on them to be in some shootouts. But I think there's a lot of value there, 27 to 1, no?
0: There certainly is a lot of value there. And it doesn't feel like at some point their game every week is just like, well, I got, to, I don't know what to do. I'm throwing it to Devontae Adams. That's what he does. That's what Derek Carr does. Last week, that was the whole game. Yeah, doesn't it feel like he's, a, he's going to have a week here where he has 180 yards? It's, it's yes. bound to happen.
1: And he's going to be right there, or take over the lead one of these weeks. So, is this the right spot? I don't. I don't know. Is there a spot play with Adams? The guy can do it against anybody. What, what do we have coming up? If you look at the schedule, we have Kansas City this weekend. Then a buy. These, these buys are tricky. Do you think people look up at the leaders, or the, they go in the per game? Do you get any value? After these, once these buys start happening.
0: I think you do. I I think you do because someone will fall down. They they have a buy and then they fall down. It's like, oh, they have no chance. Like, wait, they have an extra game. Extra game to play. Right.
1: So the the golf buy is coming up after New England. That's why I bring that up. And Devontae's buy is coming up after this week in Kansas City.
0: Oh, so the Lions have a buy next week?
1: Right. Yeah.
0: If golf has a pretty good game, I don't expect 400 yards, right, against Belichick and outside. But if he's in like the 280s, I think this might, that might be our buy spot for golf. Cause then a week later, he falls way down the board. He's like 10th in passing yards. Then we buy him.
1: So, you, so you could wait on both of these guys. Yeah. Great. Right? For two weeks. Yeah. Now, you we have to remind ourselves, um, two weeks from now. But I don't know. Uh, um, the only, so we got, we got, with golf, I buy that. The only other thing I would say about Devontae, if they get in a shootout Monday night with the Chiefs, I know. like that's, I know again, that's the only way they keep up. So that could be a spot. And point. how much? And how much better is his number going to be? That's true. Right. How much further is that going to drop? Or much longer those odds going to get? Sure. Okay. So thought ran through my mind, and I didn't look at the numbers until. I knew we were doing the segment today. Pickett has played a half a game. He has three interceptions. What do we think? Interceptions. A lot of tough. A lot of tough defense. What's his, to
0: what's his? What's his number?
1: Ten. Ten to one.
0: Well, only ten to one. He missed. He didn't get to play the first three games, and we're getting ten to one. His next two games are Buffalo and Tampa. He could throw six more this next two weeks.
1: I oh, so you're saying that we're getting good odds.
0: Well, no, I, I do think we should have got better. I mean, it's not fair. I mean, he only played three games and so we're only getting <laughs> ten to one. But we might get yeah. worse odds. He might be the favorite after next week. <laughs>
1: so he's on he's on pace for twenty four interceptions if he would have played the first four, four full games, right? He'd have twenty four picks. Is that easy? <laughs>
0: Yeah, PFF did tell us, uh, one of our guests this week, that he didn't have any turnover-worthy plays, right? It was a Hail Mary, a couple tip balls. It was a
1: lot of bad luck in that one. A lot of bad luck. I was hoping it was going to be a better number. I'm actually not interested in that, but uh, the guy that's just above him in the odds, you look at bad ball rate. God, Field's bad ball rate is 26.6%.
0: But he doesn't throw enough.
1: It's rough, Exactly. Exactly. But they've faced bad teams. They've been relatively mm-hmm. close. They were leading San Francisco. Giants game was close. Uh, Houston game was a field goal game. They're going to start getting into these games where they're down by two, three scores. Sure. So maybe he'll be forced too. Is Stafford leading the way now? Yes. I six, I believe. I believe six. six. Yes. <laughs> I yeah. think, yeah. He's, he's probably played, yeah, four games. Um, <laughs> hmm. Running back once popped to me real quick. Josh Jacobs, he's fifth in rushing yards. He's thirty to one. He's getting a lot of work. And sure. DeAndre Swift, number one in yards per attempt at eight point six. I know he sat out this past week, but he's thirty two to one.
0: Yeah, we got to get him back in the field. I they probably, yeah. We won't see him until after the bye. He's probably not going to play this week, right? Then they have the bye, yeah. so it's post-bye for DeAndre Swift. Joe O, Joe G, Aaron Hawksworth, BetQL Daily. That That's uh, what we got next. We got Trends or Truth, one of my favorite segments each week. Trend or Truth and then a ton of baseball coming up in the 11 a.m. Eastern hour, presented, as always, by BetMGM.
1: We'll be right back with BetQL Daily, presented by BetMGM on the BetQL Network.